Welcome, my friend. You are exactly where you need to be right now. It is not an accident that our paths have crossed. I'm confident that you're here because you are wanting more out of life. Are you ready to live your life with purpose and intention? Are you wondering how on earth to pull it all together? How exactly do you turn your ordinary days into extraordinary days? Girl, let me show you how to stop facing the day ahead and start faithing it. Join me, Sarah Elizabeth, each episode as I encourage and motivate you to place unwavering faith in the direction Christ will lead you and surrender yourself to His vision for your life. He's custom designed a life for you beyond your wildest dreams, and I want to help you discover all that He has planned for you to experience. Together, let's put God into the driver's seat of your life. Let's go. It's time to faith your day. Welcome back, my beautiful friend. Would you look at that? You've got yourself the first Tuesday of August 2022. We've got a brand new month. It's waiting for you to live fully, and it won't wait long. You know how summer goes. It's flying by already. We've got this last bit of it, so enjoy it. It's a brand new month to live. Let's get things rolling, okay? What is it? that you strive for, work hard for, and invest your time and energy into? Are you hoping for the big promotion that will bring you the fat paycheck that you can buy all the things with? Are you hoping to find happiness one day once you retire and once your savings are maxed out and you're finally free to live life on your own terms? Are you counting down the days till your vacation that comes so that you can begin to relax and take a moment to catch your breath? Do you look around and see other people with so much more than you have and you're secretly yearning for those same possessions, those same things? Well, have I got a devotional for you today. My sister, we are going to flip things around completely today and we're going to take a look at how to approach what you do have already. And I've titled this week's episode of the Faith Your Day devotional podcast, Give It Back. Isn't the pursuit for more exhausting sometimes? Doesn't the constant drive to earn leave you yearning for more living, but feeling completely drained? You work so hard, focus so much time and energy into various tasks and projects, And many days you seem to be making barely visible progress, or worse, even going backwards at some times. Wouldn't it be nice to get to a point when all this madness could stop and you could finally begin to feel confident with where you are at and what you have? Like, when will you finally feel that you have enough? Ah, girl, get ready for a word today. Today, we're going to talk about stewardship and how this concept can put you at peace with where you are at right now. Stewardship. Okay, so what exactly does that mean? Well, good old Webster defines it as the job of supervising or taking care of something such as land or resources. Therefore, a steward is a person who is doing the supervising. So similar to a manager, a steward oversees something for someone else. Stewardship is an act, something you do. 
And my sweet sister, have you ever considered that you are a steward for God? Have you ever made the connection between the blessings that you do have and the master who has put you in charge of managing them? Let me tell you, when that light bulb went off for me, it was a complete game changer in regards to how I saw what I do have and the role and responsibility I play in my own life. Are you ready now for a statement that is going to absolutely challenge you to the core? It's going to challenge what we learn from an early age and what society continually reminds us about having more, getting more. It's all ours. You know, you earned it. You can, you worked for it. Enjoy it. Here's a statement. Give it back. Give it all back. Your time, your resources, your energy, your abilities. Give them back to God. Be willing to open your hands and say, these are yours. This is all yours. Why? Because it really is all his. And you are just the steward. Check this verse out. This is where this will all start to come together, I think. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 7 says, For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. Girl, you have been put in charge of any and everything that you currently have. Your possessions, your time, your money, your skills, you get to manage and look after them, but they're ultimately not yours. Sure, you get the use of it, but what if you decided today to think of yourself through the eyes of a steward rather than through the eyes of an owner? So let's face it, the messaging in society is continually about, like I said, you've earned it, treat yourself, what's mine is mine, striving to be self-made and showing off what you have. Take a look at your social media, at the news, at the messaging coming out of Hollywood. It's all about flaunting what you've got, right? What if what we are flaunting is a facade that is completely false. Here we are flaunting things that we are saying are ours, that we've earned, we've worked for. But what if they're not ours? What if we are not the owner, but the steward, the person put in charge of managing these blessings from God? What if we have things all backwards here? What if all along we've thought we make the decisions? We thought we call the shots in regards to what we have and how we spend it. What if we have been acting like hashtag girl bosses when really we don't deserve any of it? Here we are living it up like we are so entitled to what we have, but completely forgetting whose it really is. My friend, like we just heard in First Timothy, we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. In other words, we showed up to this thing called life empty-handed. We came to the party without the appetizer. And if it wasn't for God's grace, generosity, and mercy, we'd still be lacking everything. We don't accumulate wealth and possessions over a lifetime and then get to bring them with us when we die. My friend, we leave this party empty-handed also. It's an incredible reminder that we are called to be stewards, 
That's our role while we're here. In countless chapters of the Bible, we read about masters and stewards. The steward was the person who was left in charge of the master's possessions and property when the master was away, for example. The master trusted the steward and trusted that upon their return, they would find everything in order, that the steward would be on site, present, taking care of what they were left in charge of. That's us, my friends. We are here right now with the charge of caring for what is God's that he has given us. He's enlisted us to manage and look after what he's trusted us with, regardless of if it's little or much. It's an opportunity for us to show him that we can be trusted with what he's put into our lives. Trust and humility is what underpins stewardship. So think about it. God isn't going to give you more than you can handle. He's going to give you opportunity time and time again to demonstrate that you can be trusted with what you currently have. Luke chapter 16 verse 10 says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with very much. I wonder if we could also change out dishonest for dissatisfied. I don't know. What do you think? Are we humble enough? And those who are humble with what they have use it to not just self-satisfy their own needs, but to think about the needs of others and to serve others and are those who become the greatest stewards of all. First Peter Chapter 4, verse 10. Here's another verse for you. It says, Each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. There's that word again. Because you see, my friend, we serve a powerful God, a ridiculously generous God, and a God who wants to give you a lifetime of blessings. But he also wants to be sure that you are going to manage those blessings well. What if today you begin to recognize him as our master and us as his servants, his steward, taking care of what he's allowed into your life? Matthew chapter 25 verse 21 says, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. God is the ultimate multiplier. And when we begin to give back to him what he has given to us, he will begin to do some multiplication like you've never seen the likes of before. The first step, though, is the giving back. When we begin to release our grip on what we already do have, and recognize that it really isn't ours to begin with, then we begin to think about those things differently. We begin to handle our money, our time, our talents, our energy, our skills differently because we get to see our true role here. What if today we begin to look at our finances differently? What if today you looked at your bank account as a vessel to help improve the lives of others, an instrument that can serve others? What if you boldly prayed 
today to ask God to show you how you can use your wallet and your bank account, the money that he's placed in your care to honor him. And get this, my sister, even if you have very little, and especially if you have very little, I can't even begin to think of the times I've heard people say, yeah, if I had enough money to give, I would. This is your chance to be faithful, to be a good and faithful servant, to steward well what you have been trusted with. That little you have been trusted with, it's time to recognize that it's not yours to begin with. This is your chance to see multiplication happen. Now, I'm not saying God wants you to give every last dime away and live like a monk. Like if that's your thing, go for it. But let's be real here. We still live in a society where we have children to care for and retirement accounts to build up and bills to pay. God never said that money was bad, never. But he does say clearly, in just a few verses after what we read first in 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10 this time, he says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. You catching that distinction? Not the money, the love of the money. So the coveting the money, right? The going after the money. So isn't being willing to give it all back to him demonstrate that you love him more than the bling? Isn't being willing to open your hands no matter how little or how much is in them a sign of faith in his provision? Sometimes we can fall into the trap of thinking that we simply tithe 10% or whatever it is that makes us feel good that we've given back and then we grip tight onto that other 90% like it's all ours and we can do with it what we please. Is it for real though? Or are we just looking for ways to satisfy our own selfish desires and do it in a way that won't make us feel guilty about it? Right? You know, you've done that. I've done it. Lots. Right? But now, what if we looked at it where we instead see all 100% as being God's? Seeing that all 100% is what he's put us in charge of, and that all 100% is what he's trusting us with to manage and use for our basic needs, but also to serve others. Would that change the way you spend today? Would that change the way you look at your debit and credit card today? Would that shift the priorities of your purchases? Now, what if we decided in all aspects of our lives that what we want to give back is to God first? What if we decide today that the energy we have is going to be used to help others, to care for others, to show love to others? Would you be willing to take that little bit that you have and boldly ask God how you can use it today to bring glory to him? Sis, you do that, and I guarantee you will begin to see him multiply in your life in so many ways if you humbly offer it all back to him today, your time, your energy, your skills, your talents, your abilities, your finances, all of it. Acknowledge that it's all from him anyways, and you want guidance and direction on how to manage it best. Get ready, my friend, to have your mind blown with his ability to multiply blessings. You don't think you have much time right now? Don't hoard what you do have. Go against the norm Decide to give it back. Give him what little time you do have. 
make time for him and be prepared to have your schedule rearranged. Where you struggle to find minutes, he will create hours. Where you didn't know how you could fit it into the day, he will bring you time to spare. He will save you time, make you more time, and make you so efficient with your time that you hardly believe what you can get done with what you have. But first, you have to be willing to give what you do have back. Give him back your energy, and he will turn drag butt mode into turbo productivity mode. He will take you from snooze mode to I can't wait to get up and live mode. He will multiply the little energy you do have so much that you'll be buzzing through your day, leaving others wondering where your vitality, passion, enthusiasm, and zeal for life comes from. But first, my friend, you have to be willing to give your little bit of energy back to him. Give him what talent, skill, and abilities you have right now, and he will transform your self-doubt, uncertainty, questions, all of those things into confidence and understanding of your purpose and why he gave you the potential that he did. First, though, you have to be open to giving all you have been blessed with back to him. You see, in all areas of your life, if you give back your little, then he can begin to bless you with the much. Like a good, good father, God wants you to be able to handle what he's given to you before he gives you more. Kind of like a dad who wants to know first that you're going to take care of that old clunker beater car and drive it respectfully and take care of it and be happy to have it and grateful before he hands you the keys to his brand new vehicle to drive. It's all about trust, humility, and gratitude. And my friend, it's a mindset that goes completely against the norm. Like it's wacky out there, crazy thinking. But guess what? That's what we're called for. We're called, we're made differently. We're meant to think differently and challenge the norms because that's how God works. He goes against the norms and his best teachings come when you look at things differently. My question is, are you willing to give back today in order to see what God can really do in your life? Are you willing to see yourself as a steward today, remembering that all of it belongs to him? You didn't come into this world with a thing and you can't take a thing with you. What you can do, though, is use all of it to honor God, to advance his kingdom and to serve others, to take what he has blessed you with, use it for good, and you will begin to reap the harvest of more. Your blessings will overflow when you simply give back what you do have. He's wondering if you're ready to show him that you can be trusted with more. Like, are you ready for more? Because he's ready to multiply. But he needs a steward, not a squanderer. Come on, my friend, we have a bold prayer to pray together right now. So let's do this, okay? Dear Lord, thank you for the gift of another day. Like you have given us this day of life and hey, let's boldly declare it this morning. We're ready to give it back to you. Like all of these hours of our day, Lord, we know it's but for your grace that we've got them. So here you are. 
you get all of this back. We're ready. We are available for you today for your glory. Show us, prompt us, remind us, just teach us, bring us into a spot where we can continually think about how can we give back to you? How can we take this little bit that we've got, give it to you to serve others, to make other people's lives better? And in doing so, see the abundant blessings and the multiplication that you are ready to do for us today. Lord, just keep us present in that mindset as we go about our day. We ask for blessings over everybody listening to this today. We ask for your comfort, your peace, your presence today in whatever struggle or whatever circumstance we're going through. We ask you to just be with us today to show us how you blessed us with what we need for today. Help us to be faithful with that. Help us to use it for your glory and help us to show others what it looks like to live humbly with that mindset of abundance because of your grace and your mercy. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, girl, thank you so much for pressing play today. Thank you for taking time to spend with us here. I'm hoping that it's been a blessing for you. I will be back here next Tuesday. I hope you consider joining me. I wish you all of God's blessings today from my heart to yours. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.